We have a goddamn simulcast now. Amazing. Hello. Hello, Hello. people. Hello, Elsoy. So, today, on this episode, very special episode of Meatballs Podcast, it's now become a video podcast as well as an audio podcast. Amazing. We are now a high-level production podcast. We have entered the stratosphere. So, with that, I would like to talk about a very good topic for me to talk about. I'm very knowledgeable about something that you somewhat, and uh, this is government right wrongdoings to people. Okay. And this will lead to our next segment. So basically, the entire basis of this podcast on my side is all crazy conspiracy shit. So actually, it's almost, I'm playing devil's, no, is it what, is that reverse. what you said? He's reverse. I'm the devil's advocate for the crazy people, basically, like what Meatball normally is. I'm normally the guy coming in with the facts and with the evidence and with the scientific data and Meatball comes in with those conspiracies, but it's vice versa today. I'm coming in with the crazy conspiracies, and Meatball has some facts about Tobacco. drugs. Tobacco. But first, we want to talk about government wrongdoings. Just to lead up. Yes, because a good way to at least get segue. into this, yeah, to at least uh, segue into the uh, at least conspiracies we're talking about, is the real life fucked up things that the government has done. So listen, everybody. So a good way to segue into all these crazy conspiracies that I'm going to talk about is to also talk about the real fucked up shit that the government has done over the past years, the U.S. government in particular. So we all know these are real things that have happened, obviously. So my point is, if these fucked up things the government is willing to do what would stop them from yeah, doing this crazy conspiracy stuff. shit. So it's basically just, you know, it's content, motherfuckers. Deal with it. But anyways, uh, we all know that the Trail of Tears has happened. That is like when uh, the Native Americans were basically relocated from all their homeland. East of the Mississippi to Oklahoma. Yes, yes. Thousands of Native Americans died of disease. Smallpox. And of starvation. It was just a terrible, terrible ordeal. Obviously... And these are real things. So op Operation Starfish Prime, when the U.S. government blew up an atomic bomb in the atmosphere of the United States in 1962, I'm pretty sure. And that alone has probably killed thousands of people from cancer. They just blew they don't up, know it. Yeah, they don't know. They just blew up a nuclear bomb in 1960 in the fucking atmosphere for like a mad scientist experiment, basically. They were just like... Can we blow up the fucking atmosphere? Let's give it a try. Boom. First off, why would they want to blow up the atmosphere anyways? It protects us. Well, think about this. Crazy shit. 1960s is like, at, like the 1980s is when environmental uh, awareness started to like kick in and people started to do environmental friendly things. Anything past then, it's just a fucking big old fucking well, smog cloud of shit. It's just a fucking, probably a gross-ass country at that time. It was all fucking no environmental sustainability at that time. They were blowing bombs up in the fucking atmosphere. They're pumping out all the coal and all the oil they can use. That was their only fuel source. No catalytic converters on cars or anything. They Fuck. were just fucking, yep, they were hogs. They were dirty hogs. Well, we'll find out later that the 60s was a very sketchy time for the government. But <laughs> it was a sketchy we time. We will lead into that later. They were fucking like a truffle pig. They were just getting into everything they fucking could. They were like... <laughs> they were just fucking rummaging around looking for all the fucking shit they could get into. And so, Operation Northwoods is the next one. This is something that could have happened 
but luckily didn't thanks to JFK. You good son of a bitch. Thank God for you. Well, we stopped a lot of crazy government fucking plans. Sadly, he was shot in the face. But, anyways, besides the fact, Operation Northwoods. So, this is also in the 1960s. So, in 1962, the operation of uh, Starfish Prime happened with the atmosphere atomic bomb. And then we move on, and now Operation Northwoods. This operation was basically a plan to get involved in the Cuba War without, like... Actually uh, being at war. Yeah, well, not really. It was a way to go to war. war. But basically, they were trying to make it look like the Cubans attacked us by basically uh, the government, basically all the way up to JFK vetoed this bill. It was all it was passed like all the way up through his cabinet and like through Congress or whatever the fuck. However the fuck a bill is passed, but however the fuck. Um, so anywho, this man, the the government basically planned to have Cuban missiles. They were gonna send Cuban missiles over to a, a U.S. army base, and they were going to blow up the army base and make it seem like Cuba attacked us. So we would basically have an in them to get into bastards. war with them. Those dirty bastards. But basically, JFK saw this, and he vetoed it. So basically, if he would have signed man. yes, if we would have had, like, Nixon in that motherfucker, he'd probably We'd been be like, dead. Hey, we wouldn't even be here. Well, we wouldn't be dead, but we would probably would have had some crazy shit happen with nuclear maybe war. nuclear war. I don't know. The Cuban Missile Crisis, motherfuckers. But think about it. The Cuban Missile Crisis is known for, like, it was just one of the most hostile stalemates where we didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Like, the citizens in the U.S., they were, like, timid. They're like, there's a nuclear bomb coming, motherfuckers. Because yeah. didn't Russia have their backs? Cuba? Russia that, well, they were like Cuba heavily, were close allies yeah, they, they were, were communists. Yeah, they were heavily yeah. correlated. But basically, the Cold War and the Cuban Missile Crisis is all linked together, right? Is it? Yeah, yes, the cold the cold war is the whole like between from 1921 communism, the end of World War 1 pretty or the end of World War 2 so the 1940s yeah till the 92 when communism collaped like the USSR. So the cold war is just like our hostile tensions with okay. Russia. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. I knew it wasn't an actual war. And then it was just that stalemate Cuba, where they had their missiles pointed at us, we had their missiles, our missiles pointed at them. It's like make a move motherfucker. That's really but it think was about that. That was our move. That was our move that we tried to do, but a fucking smart man came in and was like, no, motherfuckers, we are not going to war right now for no reason. He was like, relax, relax. War Vito. every 20 years is not a fucking good-ass thing, and that's what happened. For real. I was fucking, like, with the whole, like, uh, think about that. If we would have had the Cuban War before the Afghan, because the last war before... Like, uh, Iraq? What was that? What was uh, the, Gulf the war, war before that? The Gulf War? I don't even the know. First I don't know anything the about 1990s, that one. The, You're talking about the Gulf, the second Gulf War. The one that isn't, we're going, like, we were going through now. Like, that was leading up until now, pretty much. Yes. I, I don't know anything about that one. I that, didn't know there was a Gulf War, period. That one was with, uh, what was it? Kuwait? That was when Kuwait, when, what was it, like, Iran or Iraq? Whichever one had Saddam Hussein, mm -hmm. he fucking... Took over Kuwait because of their oil fields. He's like, this is ours now. <gasps> so the U.S. protected Kuwait. It's just scary to think that before we were alive, there could have been another war if one person didn't sign that fucking contract or the, the bill to veto it. He was like, if he would have been like, yes, this is a good idea. Thank God Nixon was not yep. in the White House. <laughs> oh, God. Because he ran for president against JFK and lost. So 
But yes, that is just that alone is like some conspiracy theory well, shit that you'd hear about, and you'd be like, I don't know if that's real, but that's real. That's one hundred percent facts. Operation Northwoods, Operation Starfish Prime. Look them up. Look them up. Anyways, we're moving on to the next fucked up thing that they did. Operation Paperclip. Yes. This shit is scary. Okay. Operation Paperclip. In my opinion, this is the worst thing of all. It involves Nazis. <gasps> Nazis, meatball. Bringing so, them over. Bringing them over to our country. We let them infiltrate NASA. our government. And they built one of the most, at least, scientifically advanced programs we've ever seen. NASA. The Nationals. What's it called? <laughs> What's it fucking called? The National Space Program or whatever the fuck. What does it stand for, Meatball? It doesn't matter even. But anyways, Operation Paperclip. National Aeronautics and Space Administration. That is fucking stupid. That doesn't make sense. Space Administration. Anyways, we're going to talk about Operation Paperclip. This is a real thing that happened. World War II, okay. This is where it starts. World War II ends. The Nazis are beaten. And naturally... Okay, so the Nazis were known for their, like, they were very scientifically advanced. They had a lot of, like, high-tech weaponry in, at the time. They were uh, surpassed us, I'd probably they say. Just couldn't they made good cars, like Audi and shit. They made really good, high-quality technology. So, us naturally, the U.S., the Soviet Union, and the U.K., like the European Union in general, they absorbed... Thousands of Nazis scientists. into their government, like thousands of Nazi scientists, like Nazi programmers, engineers, to be, technicians, yes, yeah. to basically help them along with, with their, their technology. Yes, with just war technology, with normal technology in general, with cars and shit. But the whole point is, is that now these were high-ranking Nazis in Nazi Germany in that government. They were fucking literally working with Hitler. They were just as fucked up with that as that man, no doubt, in my opinion, because they supported their cause. They were in a high-ranking position, and when you are a high-ranking Nazi official, you probably have to do some fucked-up shit. So, they absorbed after the war. They basically all like think about all the underling Nazi soldiers who were like probably executed or just like killed in battle, who were probably like. I mean, so you're still fighting for the these Nazis. Guys, you're still fucked up. But they were probably fighting for like... Mid, yeah. Well, They're guys, probably like fighting for their life. Or they would probably be shot anyways well, if they didn't fight for the Nazis. People in the German army weren't all Nazis. They were just fucking civilians that were drafted. Yeah, were that's like, what well, I'm saying. Go off to goddamn There's war, probably or? a lot of innocent people who were just forced into that situation. They would actually send Jews like yeah. in the army to get rid of them. Because they would send them on the front lines if you had Jew... Not even... If you weren't full-blood Jew, like enough to send you away, but enough to fucking... Like, discriminated against you. Like, if you had some Jewish heritage, they would send you to the front line right away and be like, you're going to die right away, motherfucker. That's send fucking awful. That's how they did it, though. Um, I was just, I saw an article that these people who were trying to join ISIS, like, fairly recently, they, like, emailed ISIS and, like, emailed, like, some, like, smuggler who could get them into that, like, estate. And ISIS, like, sent them a list of jobs that you could do as a first recruit, and it was either you can be a frontline soldier with a gun who's just going to shoot and be in the front lines, or you can be a straight-up suicide bomber, or you can be a frontline soldier with a suicide vest. <laughs> so it just oh, comes, you can go, you can go hard, you can go super fucking hard, 
Or you can go right in the middle. It's like, Jesus Christ. If there were demons, they would fucking God be damn. controlling the goddamn ISIS and the the Nazis whole, and shit. The whole point is, is that the fucking shit that our government has done is pretty fucked up. And we absorbed all these Nazi scientists and Nazi programmers, Nazi engineers into our government. And these are the high-ranking Nazi officials that really committed these crimes that were basically full-on running with the, what would you call it? What's the... <laughs> the ideology? No. Yes, that. And, yeah. and the Holocaust. The they were running full force. They were at the lead of the charge of the Holocaust. And they were running the shit. And we were like, you're off the hook. If you can come give us some, some of your technology, technology, motherfucker. So we were just basically being greedy. Well, that in and of itself is... Like, the idea of this whole Operation Capership thing is fucked up. And because we're letting Nazis come in here that have commit tragedies and atrocities. Come in here that had hands in it. Come in here just for what? Technology to get us to the fucking moon? That's basically <laughs> what it was. They were rocket team engineers that came over and shit like that. Yes. To and work for NASA. The NASA was basically fully uh, Warner Von, Von Braun, Braun is the like lead uh, man. NASA. He led the, the lead man of NASA. He and um, Apollo. Yeah. He led like every single like successful moon, moon mission, didn't yes. he? So this man was the top tier of NASA, Nazi and he was a Nazi scientist. So he was just the, one of the top tier men that we absorbed. But it was we buddy, absorbed, buddy with Hitler. Yeah. Think about that. We absorbed thousands of these Nazi scientists. And, you know, like Walt Disney and shit, he was a Nazi too. I'm yes. Right. Or maybe he wasn't like he was a Nazi who had like, yeah, like a fucking Nazi tattoo or something. But yeah, he was like low key, like with that fucking Whoa. thing. But Ford I was too anti-Semitic, the guy that invented... Who? The, was Henry, Henry Ford? Ford? Yeah. Really? He was anti He wrote, like, he read Mein Kampf and stuff, and so, yeah, he, he think, I, I think I watched a documentary on him, he seemed like a nice guy. No, he was anti Seemed like a hard-working guy. He was like, we pay our workers in full. Because he paid them, he paid Better. his workers, like, the most money out of anybody. So they would work harder like factory and workers. fucking bust their ass. Yeah, they busted their ass. He was smart. But anyway, See, Nazis are fucking smart. Now, they're fucked up and evil, but Nazis are fucking smart. Now, let's well, the talk reason they're smart is because they kill the dumbass. Like, they get you know, rid of all the you know people the, that are not You know, smart. like, the South America, or it's either South America or South Africa, there's a colony of, like, thousands of Nazis that after, after the World War II... In Argentina. Yeah, they all moved to that, like... South and they basically America. built, like, a fucking sophisticated colony of basically Nazi... They're not Nazis really anymore, but they're like Nazi ancestors, and they are like all blonde hair, all blue eyes. They're just like they're still very clearly like the Nazi ancestors. But it's just kind of weird how after World War II, all countries That's all over they, the world absorbed Nazis as like for scientists well, and like engineers. Those people programs. are the ones that fled. Like those are the ones the, that they wanted. They're like the USS, the USSR, the Russia absorbed thousands of Nazis as well. The uh, Winston Churchill, he fucking absorbed a whole bunch of Nazis into his when he was the prime minister. Is that what you would call yeah. it at Winst that time? Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Was, yeah, he was, was the prime yeah. minister. Um, but basically, we absorbed all these motherfuckers. Sixteen completely. We completely disregarded true justice. We were like, "You guys are off the hook if you come help us out." We should have fucking sent them to a fucking prison. Well, Fuck those people. It was all about our desire to be fucking more superior than any other country. On that the is what it is. Because that's the desire. Apparently, the Germans were very, very, very far ahead in technology. 
This is okay. They this could is, never catch this a break. This is one though. we're getting into conspiracy level. Like this is not like factual stuff anymore. Really, what I'm saying, but like it's a it's a theory that the Germans were so farly advanced in technology, but like the U.S. government and used the to blow wars, up their factories. Yeah, and shit. They were like very yeah. on top of blowing up their plans and blowing up what they were building. They just couldn't get it off the ground, basically. But that is like. I'm not entirely sure if that's real or not. Well, the Nazis are the ones that invented the rocket, so they were really far ahead. In and they, if you look up, like, what's it called? The German, like, mega tank. If you look up... The Panzer? No, if you look up German fucking mega tank... Oh, oh no, mind, you have the keyboard. I was like, uh, yeah, look it up. Look up, like, German mega tank, and then it will probably, like, show up something like that. But I, we're just going to show you this fucking picture of this mega tank that they fucking did. My goodness. <laughs> mega tank. Welcome to meatball vocabulary. Images or Nazi mega tank. That'll be a better one. Nazi tank. These are all the tanks. That the Where Nazi is it? Where is the specific tank I'm looking for? I don't see it, meatball. <gasps> That's it. Click. Holy. Oh my god, that's a fucking... Look up the German Dora. Look at the German Dora. Look up German Dora. But the, the, the conspiracy theory is that these Nazis were very, very far advanced in the world of technology. And a conspiracy theory to, uh, like, to what the Nazis... Well, the Nazis were known for like brainwashing their fucking uh, soldiers and like as young kids, like they would give their... Uh, young kids meth no click on that one this is real shit this is not like some fake shit but like this is like they built these giant dear god they built these giant cannons that were basically just uh, I'm trying to remember what they were called but I literally forgot that's why I had to use the caveman vocab but the whole point is is that like the Nazis were theory to be very funny advanced in the world well, of technology ain't no damn theory in the world of military it's up there but, like, also, on top of uh, them being farly advanced, they also were just, like, they were very experimentary in what they, like, they were just, like, testing with drugs. They were testing with, like, DMT, as that's what Meatball is, like, his whole big basis about this video today is uh, DMT. DMT, basically. Give her a flip. Can you give her a flip, Mason? Thank you, sir. Okay, um, so. But the whole thing is that uh, we let's just get into, like, uh, the Nazis' experimentation with drugs. So let's talk about how they like. Well, basically, Nazis would like brainwash young children by giving them like meth and LSD when they were really young, and they'd basically psych them the fuck up. They just get in front of get them. Get like, You war. are fucking god. You are fucking invincible. You are going to kill everybody. And these kids on fucking acid or meth who are like. Fucking 13, 12, they're like, <laughs> those are the people that they were training for the SS. They're they were legitimately getting brainwashed to become killing machines, and they were doing that probably like fucking worldwide to fucking well, their soldiers. The people that they selected for this weren't just any random, like, not like German people. People that they always selected for the SS were blonde hair and blue eyes. Yes, yeah. Well, the like, Aryans. Well, the Nazis race. had. A very particular like psycho view where like you had to have the blonde hair and the blue eyes That's and that why is they the perfect human SS. being. So they would psych these motherfuckers up, these blonde hair, blue eyed damn it men. They would psych these fuckers up, get them jacked, work them out all the time. That's actually 
They used to work out, I think it was three times a day when they would send them off to like the SS camp and stuff to train them. And then by the time they were 16 years old, they were basically ready for war. So by the time they were 16, they were ready pretty much to be sent off. They were psychopaths, people. To send off, go in there. And these the people that were on the drugs and stuff that they brainwashed and stuff, they weren't, like I said, they weren't frontline soldiers. They would come in with covert operation missions. And then they would also come in after the German army came through and kill civilians and shit. Like, they would come in and just fucking kill civilians and shit. These Nazis had fucked up uh, morals, and well, they had fucked up tactics. On the other side of them. They're evil. Not just the, on the same side as them was the Japanese, who used to, in their culture, just... Yeah, that's a good one. In their culture as a general, it's just like, if you die at the hands of your enemy, it's dishonorable. So... They didn't want to surrender, so what they would do is they would give them drugs, like the Japanese soldier drugs, and then they would send them off on kamikaze missions, and then the, they would basically think they were invincible, well, with, and they would be yeah. high drugs, and they'd just crash their plane with, right into boats yeah, with, and die. Like, well, not in, like they would uh, give kamikaze pilots, like load, they would get them methed up, and they basically, that would, they would send those pilots who are methed up to go do the kamikaze yeah. shit, because I mean, if you're in a clear mind, and you're like, thinking straight, you're probably not going to be as motivated to kamikaze somebody as when you're on that. I mean, why not? I mean, they're fucking, like, the tactics that they were doing were pretty fucked up. And it all mostly stems from drug experimentation. And, like, the... Let's, do you want to talk about, like, the, the real conspiracy shit? How, like, the Nazis were, like, using the DMT to speak to... Okay, like, okay, okay, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me okay. give a little sprinkle. Let me give a little sprinkle, meatball. So, with the drug experimentation that the Nazis were going about, they were also, on. this isn't when we're reaching the conspiracy level theories, they were also taking, like, uh, high amounts of, like, DMT and LSD and psychedelic drugs to basically communicate with interdimensional beings. beings. All right. Now, how, when I, when I say interdimensional beings, like... It's, like, no doubt that when you, like, uh, in, the, in the drug world, LSD, DMT, like, uh, psychedelic mushrooms, what are they called? What's, like, the scientific name for those motherfuckers? I don't even know. Fungi. I don't know. <laughs> Fungi. Sometimes That's definitely I'm, not it, you retard. I don't know. <laughs> but, Hallucinogens? That's I funny. don't fucking know. Yeah, but um, it is uh, psychedelic mushrooms. So those three things are not even all of the hardcore psychedelics like ayahuasca is a natural one that you can find out in like that's Africa what, and shit that's what I was going to talk and DMT is like a natural I think ayahuasca is like a natural DMT right and everybody produces these DMT. drugs within their body so anybody who thinks that these fucking drugs should be illegal or therefore you should be like arrested and you are a piece of shit if you do these drugs you should be arrested because it's in your body motherfucker it's in all of our bodies. Our, uh, when you enter deep REM sleep, and that's like the deepest form of sleep, when you have like those crazy ass yes, when you have DMT. those crazy ass dreams, and you're fucking literally like hallucinating, and you have those crazy ass lucid dreams where you basically feel like you're there. That is that natural chemical in your body, basically causing that. So, the whole point is, is that these are naturally produced in your body. But the Nazi Germans were using this drug 
to apparently talk to interdimensional beings. So these drugs are like theoried to open up to like the fourth dimension or other dimensions that when you take these drugs, you know, you can have like a little look into those dimensions and that's why you hallucinate, you do all these crazy fucking visuals, you might feel some crazy shit. It's all supposedly things that you are seeing in the fourth dimension. Because when you take that drug, naturally, when you're in your normal state of mind, all your brain, your brain is going through so much stuff, you can't process all this stuff, so you don't see these visuals. But when you take high amounts of these drugs, like LSD, DMT, psychedelic mushrooms, you are opening that gateway, and it allows you to focus in on these things. That's what some people believe. Now we Yes. And so, the Nazis, I'll let you take over after this, the Nazis were basically theoried to have access to this knowledge and they were basically using DMT, uh, mushrooms, and uh, LSD to communicate with these interdimensional beings and why they had all these advanced technologies, advanced uh, tactics, well not tactics really, but advanced technologies is rumored to be because these interdimensional beings when they were taking these LSD were basically telling them these things. So when they were going to and like taking the, these drugs and uh, experimenting with that, that they were communicating with these interdimensional beings and they would come back and then create these technologies. And so the absorption of our country and their country after World War II, it's like it raises a lot of eyebrows. It's like, maybe we adapted these techniques. But conspiracy theory, 100%. Meatball's turn. So, I just want to give more information on DMT. Okay. So, like you said, it's a naturally occurring uh, drug in our body. Woo! A naturally occurring chemical substance in our body. So, actually, right. I want to just go over the we should all go to prison, therefore, history right? of DMT. So, DMT can be found in several, like you said, in your body. can be found in ayahuasca. Produced in your brain. So... These tribes down in the Amazon and stuff that where the ayahuasca leaves and over in Asia and everything where they're found, where ayahuasca leaves are found, they would take these leaves and they would make them basically into a tea powder and they would put them into the tea, like tea leaves and stuff, and then they would sip them. And first, that was first when people believed that people contact interdimensional beings because they would do these for tribal rituals to communicate with the gods. So basically, they were taking these to open up a portal to communicate with the gods. Now, there's a whole huge past of tribes doing psychedelic drugs, drugs. like the Aztecs, the fucking Mayans, all these ancient civilizations did these psychedelic drugs. To communicate with a higher being. That wouldn't, there's no doubt in my mind, their beliefs all stem from some crazy trip where some guy took like some mushrooms and he just saw a fucking sun god and he was like, the sun god. So uh, that was one of the reasons. The other reason is a far more worse reason why they took DMT. So they would give DMT to their victims, like to the people they were going to sacrifice. And mushrooms. Mushrooms yeah. also to like mushrooms. numb them so yeah. they would be useless. And they'd be like, they'd get them so fucking high that they'd just lay them on the stone table like this. Yeah, nice and high, them. nice and high on those mushrooms and dogs. They would sacrifice them to the god. Yes. And so what they would do is actually they would play, they would have ceremonial games. And so the winners of the, the games, not the losers, the winning team, the warriors, wanted to be sacrificed. So then right after the games, they would take them with this ayahuasca tea, give them the mushrooms, give them some tea. And then a little while later, boom, bada bing, they're all super high. Because at that point, let's kill these motherfuckers for the gods. Yeah. And they would do that 
thousands of people at a time. Because at that yeah. point, it, at that like state of time, it was all about pleasing the gods. It was some weird, like, it was so important to these people that they were literally willing to die over a ball game. And they were literally competing as hard as they could to fucking kill themselves. So it's like, it's just the amount of, like, uh, just weird rituals that the people of old adapted and had. It's just so weird to think about that. And how it probably, like, we were much more primal at that time. But these drugs are supposedly, like, mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms in particular, and LSD and DMT, these natural ones, most, these are more importantly, the natural ones that are produced, these ones bring you to a primal state. They kind of bring you back to your natural ape-like form. Like, that's the rumor. So, like, these people that were doing these drugs, I mean, though, that's some pretty primal behavior, I'll tell you that. Sacrificing motherfuckers on stone, having fucking fire rituals, like, woo, so woo, 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 just crazy. They would take these leaves right here, these, they would take these, the ayahuasca That looks like leaves. a fucking normal-ass, basic-ass leaf. Yeah, it's just, they're Look just leaves. Leaf. And they have... That's a fucking fake They have, leaf. they have DMT in these fucking... Fake-ass They have DMT in these drugs. So there's D there's chemical loosening substances in these, and so they would take these. And then, uh, as time goes on, they still continue their does that and everything, and their culture dies out. So then the next one, the next step in this is when people that were accessing technology through these interdimensional beings, because that's what they believe. The If you look at some of the, where the ayahuasca leaves and stuff, some of the civilizations that use them, had more advanced technology for the time. The next instance is in the 1930s. So by the 1930s, we were able to synthesize DMT because it's a chemical substance. And they made it into so, a synthesized human, human chemical human compound chemical. that was like just added with fucking uh, uh, other chemicals that weren't yeah. only the natural DMT. DMT. So that form of the, the drug started coming out. And so that substance, and that's the substance that they would uh, Mass produce that and give that to certain soldiers, certain they were black to, ops. They were giving it to kids. They were giving it to soldiers, job. black ops soldiers. They were taking it probably as well for like their own like psychedelic like experiences. Experience. I wouldn't doubt high-ranking officials who were just like, so, let's do some fucking DMT. So the Nazis were supposedly taking this DMT and stuff, giving it. They were given drugs. So. They said that they gave them DMT, and then that's what led to their technology expanding so rapidly from not even having rocket technology in the 30s to being able to damn near be ready to spend someone in space by the 1940s, 20 years before we were, and because their technology kept rapidly progressing. And like you said before, the only reason they did not win the war, I think, in our in my mind, was because we were just America one step ahead of them, and we're, we knew what they were going to do. The Allies' ability to shut down the Nazi Germany plans and basically take out of equation their advances in technology just because they couldn't get it off the ground. They couldn't get it functioning. They just couldn't get it to actually be used. They were always stopped at so the door. That happened. In the 1930s, they rapidly progressed, had rocket technology and everything. And so then when the war ended, like you said, Operation Paperclip happened. When we absorbed all those so motherfuckers Warren in because Von we Braun wanted a piece of the pie. Sorry, this is where the real conspiracy, that was also conspiracy, but this is where the real shit okay. comes. So let's just reestablish one time before you go in that, like, all, this is the conspiracy theory that all of their technological advances are coming. were all stemming from interdimensional these, beings. 
yeah, these like high-ranking Nazi officials taking these DMT drugs and then going into basically well, it was not entering communication with these interdimensional uh, beings. Actually, it was never high-ranking officials. As always, it wasn't black ops. Nazi people. I will come in and I'll talk. That's to a high-ranking man. Black so, ops is high-ranking. I'll say it. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like these black ops, no signia, whatever, would go in and mm. communicate with these. And then that's when they would broker these deals with the aliens. And so the U.S., when they absorbed them, Warren Von Braun said they had a meeting with Eisenhower. Is yeah, what and the thing is, he basically the theory is that he claimed to that he like revealed these secrets, secrets, right? Like he the revealed, aliens were giving us the technology, everything. He's like, you guys need so, to be doing what we were doing. So the government ran with it. They're like, okay, we'll start it up. And then so, here wait, comes let's the, reestablish. Warner Von Braun comes to. The head the, of the NASA. Dwight Eisenhower, Eisenhower. The president at the time. Yeah, and basically makes uh, a verbal uh, deal, and he's like, listen, guy, our tactics back in Nazi Germany, they were giving us some good results. You want a piece of these results. And he said he yes. Is, yes, Mr. Dwight Eisenhower said yes and absorbed these evil tactics. So the tactics that... Uh, Long comes the 1960s when Kennedy said we're gonna go to the moon. Then they're like, this is the prime opportunity to use our to use, use our Nazi tech. tech. So in the 60s, uh, sponsored by two, Nazi tech. There's two breakaway governments, is what the the theory is out there. There's two oh, shadow governments. Let's the talk CIA, about that. Let's like so. Let's like little like let's like. Uh, so I'll get into shadow governments. Yeah, shadow governments we are gotta, like, the real what's really supposedly behind the government. What's running. The technology and everything. So there's the CIA, which was formed with the British intelligence. Like the British came over, formed our CIA with us. And the Nazis is the, the Nazis Nazi made NASA. NASA is the one that was the German Nazi thing. So the, basically, the theory, the the conspiracy theory, is that these that NASA and the CIA aren't exactly like when you hear the word regulated by the you, government. When you hear the word breakaway government, like everyone is probably like, that's just absolutely ridiculous. And it's all framed on, like, how you say it on words. But, like, when we say breakaway government is that the CIA and NASA are not regulated by the basically international organizations that are taking part in experiments and basically top-secret undercover shit that we, the people, will never hear about and the press will never hear about because it's all through a filter. It's all through the government filter. And it's not exactly like the CIA and NASA are, like, it's in rumor that they are not exactly the government. They're almost like an international yeah. organization. So with this, so these two shadow governments who play by their own rules, the CIA being the British and the Nazi yeah. being the German. That's an important thing. That does. It, it's in theory that the British intelligence basically formed the fucking CIA. Uh, the CIA and that the Nazi uh, organization and intelligence formed NASA. With the U.S. So... The, uh, I'll leave it to you. We'll use the NASA came along, and so when NASA came along here, this is the main shadow government that I want to talk about. So when NASA was formed, and they're like, "Let's use our technology," he said, "We're gonna put a man on the moon. We're gonna explore this shit." That's when Warren von Braun was like, "Okay, let's start doing this shit." That's when his so technology and tactics, tactics began to kick in. in. So what our government would do is our government would send in these black ops agents. No. Like, that couldn't be traced back, like, couldn't really be traced back to the United States, so there's, like, plausible deniability, you know? So they would do that, and they would send them in, and they would broker these deals. So you're asking, why would we want to make alien deals with technology? So the alien said, 
If also, you let us build these things that we tell you to build and use this technology and do us what we build, we will give you power, money, or we'll give you power, you'll get all this money, and you'll have eternal life by the end of this cycle when you are through with us. So we're taking some like really big steps in like the steps of the conspiracy. Like we almost have to go over well, like I wanna each chunk break, at a time. Yeah, but wanna, this is like a very quick the, summary. I'm just laying out the general outline. So they would give these, and then they're like, "Okay, let's fuck." It. Well, if we're gonna get all these, these people will be like, "We're gonna get all this technology. Let's, we're let's, gonna get fucking all this stuff. We might as well use it." Let's also bring to the table that this was in during what time? The 1960s. The 1960s, when the fucking Operation Starfish Prime happened, when Operation so, Northwoods happened, when Operation Paperclip happened. When we the, tried during to invade this time, Cuba and the Bay of Pigs, during the Cuban this, Missile Crisis. Everything. During this time, the U.S. government, or the U.S. in general, were very curious with very our sketchy. capabilities. We were fucking rummaging through just about everything we get, could get our fucking hands and, on. As I explained before, like a truffle pig, we were like... And just and sniffing the, around. And this would, like, this is why this conspiracy kind of rings, like, it makes me think. Because I'm like, well, at this time, these motherfuckers were doing some crazy shit. So Maybe they did this crazy shit. In the 1950s, actually, going back to that. So in the 1950s, that's when our government started experimenting. You're talking about crazy shit and sketchy shit. Our government started experimenting on civilians and stuff with LSD and other stuff, too, well, to see the effects it's, of it. It's rumored that, like, the, uh, the uh, government began to, like, put out, like, kind of, like, Articles in small, they left like a little breadcrumb trail to the U.S. public, in theory, to like start using psychedelic mushrooms, to start using LSD, to start basically taking these psychedelic drugs. So basically, the U, so the U.S. civilian population would be more innovative and begin to become like. So basically, they knew that these drugs would produce a creative, like it would just basically enlighten, maybe not enlighten people. But it would maybe bring along some some high tech advances by opening up these drugs to the public and by pushing out small little articles and leaving a little breadcrumb trail of these little like things to kind of get civilians well, to begin experimenting. This is the uh, like result of that. I would say is the government when they did that. The government was like, we want civilians to create some technology, but the government always wants to be one step ahead of the average like the people. And I person. wouldn't doubt that the, if the so, government was planning on like. They wanted the public to innovate and create stuff, but then they would obviously like take that innovation and like, and hey, thank you for this innovation, you cocksucker. So what they would do is with these deals that I was talking about in the '60s. So they would give them the DMT, they'd send them in, it'd be super high, and they would communicate with these aliens for a certain time. Because you, you want to talk about the hard uh, thing. That's let me back up a little bit. Actually, you I want to talk about the hard thing. I want to just talk about over DMT and the. Just like effects in the trip first, so people can understand. Well, we kind of did already. I know the the, the interdimensional yeah. gate. So, what I should have told you before is when there's like stages of DMT. So, first you have like all these, uh, like you take it and then you kind of like just sit there and it takes it depending on if you inhale it or if you like inject it or whatever, it'll take a little longer. So or like that. So then you kind of like slowly just like launch off into a space like. When you get to that thing, it just like kind of feels like you're a rocket ship launching off. Then it's like a, a DMT trip is only like 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a very it's short period of time, but to the taker, it seems like hours and it seems like yeah. days. It's a very yeah. long, long process. So you'll fucking rocket off and you'll like rocket off. And then if you'll reach a point. You'll trip balls is what he's yes. saying. So you'll rocket off and you'll feel like you're in a kaleidoscope fucking just going through vivid covers and then. 
you'll reach a point where now there's also so more no, realistic. It comes there's also to a more no realistic good description for a DMT yes. trip. No one has it because it's so undescribable and crazy. That is and interdimensional. That is the end goal. So undescribable. So they take the kaleidos. They did that kind of feels like you're going through a kaleidoscope. You know, fucking colors yeah. and shit. And then when you get to a certain point, you'll see a vision or like something. So and a lot of people in the 19 described these interdimensional beings as like. Uh, what would you call them? Elves. No, I wasn't going to say that at all. Dwarves. I, uh, yeah. um, they describe them as like geographic shapes. Is that the word to use? Fuck. Well, they're called elves. But like DMT what elves. Me all. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know. Well, like, know. It's a very, yes. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, so these, when you like take DMT trips, a lot of people have described the visuals they have described them as basically seeing these geographic shapes like triangle squares, and they basically interpreted these geographic shapes are talking to them, and they're like, these shapes are the interdimensional beings. That's what they basically were like experiencing. Yeah, and they didn't know, like obviously, I've never fucking taken this crazy-ass fucking drug, but the people who have, they, we, all we can take from them are their words and what they claim to have seen. And a lot of people, Meatball just said some crazy shit where he said, like, elves, and like, some people, that's like, where and I was also these talk shapes, about. like the, everything, can be interpreted differently. But yeah, talk about those elves. So, Meatball. the government, these elves. So these elves. This has happened after the 1960s. But to talk more about DMT, in 1996, the Australian government, or the Australian, uh, an Australian science organization, did an experiment on a woman, or on several like women and men that had never taken DMT. So the first two times, they only gave them 20 milligrams, like of DMT. Let's talk what really quickly this whole fact that some people don't have the psychic ability that other people do. Yes. Some people can are like the Nazis would specifically select exactly. their most Certain psychic people, people who would have like the most crazy trips. Because sometimes if you'd you also take it. the DMT a lot and frequently, you gain a tolerance. So they would give these uh, these drugs to like the least tolerant but yet the most psychic people. So with this, they did that, and they did it, and they gave him 20 milligrams the first two times. And the first two times, they didn't reach. And I like, think that's a shit ton. Well, no, it's not. It's as not much. a shit ton. It's it's like half a regular dose. Oh, is okay. what I read. Never but, mind. But uh, so they gave him that, and they would get so close. They would have uh, a vision. So the one woman said she had a vision, where it, she hadn't reached like the enlightenment, like the whole thing. It was like right before, it was a step before, because they they didn't give him enough to get up there. So she described what she saw was. Several people saw like almost the same thing was a carnival, because DMT is a harmonic drug, like a drug where if you take it with a group of people, you can share the same yeah, like, experience. That's why people don't understand like how that's possible, considering the fact that when you kinda, take a hallucination, you usually see your own thing. It's your own thing. But if you're taking a group together and you both all see the same exact thing, that's where the sketchy part comes. That's where we start. Thinking, well, is this a gateway to yeah, interdimensional? Are others aliens real? Is this a technology? That's the main basis to the theory is that one, like, there was also, so as I said, like, people were, would describe their trips as seeing shapes and shit like that and having those be the interdimensional beings. Some people are taking DMT and then they describe basically what I, you say the word elves and I, like, see, when I said, like, earlier how word description is so important. When someone hears the word elves, they think of fantasy immediately, and they think of pointy-eared motherfuckers, fake. And that's probably what, that's when I heard elves, I was like, mm. well, but like, uh, basically, to describe them, these things, like, 
So people are seeing shapes, and people are seeing these interdimensional elves, which are perceived as basically spirits, or... So it's, okay, so it's all known. Isaac Newton's law of gravity, number one, I'm pretty sure, is that no energy can be created nor or destroyed. destroyed. Nor created, nor destroyed, people. This is a fucking Isaac Newton motherfucking law. But anyways, so when you die, and when anything dies, that energy goes somewhere. It does not get destroyed. It cannot be, uh, more energy is not created. It all is just released. And so these interdimensional beings, it is almost theory that perhaps these interdimensional beings, like this is perhaps the afterlife. That when you die, you go into this next dimension that we can't even perceive or begin to describe. And perhaps when you take these drugs, it opens that gateway into those dimensions. And think about if all of the energy, all of the energy of the past are in those dimensions, think about all the knowledge that would be there. And if people are taking these drugs and fucking getting access to that database, the amount of knowledge they could crack into is fucking unconceivable. And think about the fucking timeline of the world. The timeline of our planet is let alone 4 billion years old. The solar system, it's it's fucking infinite. The whole planet, the whole, I mean, not the whole planet, the whole galaxy. Has ever grown. The whole space is infinite. Think about all the stuff that could have taken before our time. That could have been even more advanced. 10,000 times more advanced than us. Their civilization passed, but their energy and knowledge is in those dimensions. And when we can have access to those dimensions, like, we don't know shit, truly. Like, there could be so many fantasy crazy well, shit going on that we're not aware of we're only in the third dimension and we're the only bi- yeah uh, lower that's like one of the basic dimensions that's the, the third dimension it's that's like the, the most important thing about this theory is that the people who are on the planet who are normal and grounded who are not like uh having access to these gateways their mind can't conceive the next dimension they can't conceive these dimensions in their brain they can't visually see these fucking uh Visuals, but when you have that deep REM sleep, everybody can have access to deep REM sleep. So when you hit this fucking sleep where you are so knocked and you have those lucid dreams, that is when you get access to that dimension. And that's Everyone when the has is secreted from your, uh, uh, from a gland inside in your brain. In right? your brain, it's yeah, like, uh, it's in your brain. It's one. It's literally the most fucking psychedelic chemical in the fucking world, and it's produced in your brain. Yeah, so, it's illegal. And it's illegal. You go to jail right now. Just turn yourself in, you fucker. There's a bounty on you for having that fucking shit in your brain. So with that, he's saying that we can access these worlds. So the government in the 1960s was sending these black ops agents because, like I said before, you reach once you get to that certain point. Because I was going to say, once you get to 50 milligrams of DMT, that's usually when they realize. That's when people, well, it always body tolerance and stuff, but that's when people usually start to access these interdimensional beings. So the first two times they took this, they didn't reach it. Then the next, they did eight times. And the next six times, they gave them they the thing. They, the they, they increased it to 50, and six times in a row, they met, they talked to the aliens and everything, and they realized that. So with the DMT, that's where they get all the facts of, that's when people, that's when it started beginning in the 1960s, or 1990s, when this theory started taking off even more and more. Because now there's been scientific experiments done on DMT by outside government, not just the United States, but outside organizations, everything, proving 
that people, either in their mind or outside in a different dimension, is communicating to some sort of entity. Yeah. Either it's your subconscious or your conscious that you're con- and you don't even know it, or it's an outside. So that's when the conspiracy theories took off. And, and to play devil's advocate, that's like the other side. When the other people saying that it's fake, they probably will say that it's your the conscience. LSD and those drugs, it's all in your consciousness, and it's not actually like opening up that gateway. But well, for the people who are saying that this is a potential uh, theory, that is meaning that you're most likely agreeing with the fact that those drugs are gateways to those dimensions, and they're giving us access to the mega database. So that's when those conspiracies about the 60s were like, well, why'd we fucking... And then they went back and then they and, found out about the Nazis and, and they're like, yeah, the this th- all makes complete the theory is sense that, in a way. It all makes sense. That so we started, we, taking on, we started taking on these theories when we absorbed the Nazi organization and all those high-ranking officials. We absorbed them. They gave us the, the, the quote-unquote the deets on their operation. We absorbed those tactics and this is kind of where the theories kind of build up. And we proceed... And then, so, now we're going to flash back to the 60s. Because it takes forever for a conspiracy theory sometimes to go around. So, it took, at this case, it took like 30 well, years. Well, and this conspiracy theory covers the entire fucking... And it's still fucking... The last decade, basically. Yeah. So, like, it, you had to go over all this so shit. So, in the 60s now, leading up to this, in the 60s, they did these experiments. The black, they signed in these, like I was saying, black ops government agents to come in there and broker these high-powered deals. The same reason now is why they're the same reason they did this was the same reason the Nazis did it. Technology to be more superior and to have these aliens are supposedly promised in them conspiracy. Eternal life, fucking power and everything. Same thing that they gave to the Nazis. And so they're like, as long as you build this shit and keep complying with what we tell you and use our technology, what we say, then you'll be completely fine. So so the we're main, kind of under the control main... of the aliens in a way now that we've accessed them. So now if we the theory is now, if we stop like doing what they tell us to do, or like when we stop communicating with brokering these deals and everything, what's gonna happen? That's what the thing is now. After that, so the the tip of the conspiracy theory basically is that the CIA and NASA have access to these interdimensional beings, and they have brokered NASA. and they have brokered deals with these interdimensional beings. For and technology. they are basically since they're the only ones who have major contact and access to these beings the theory the theory is that they are basically that the CIA and NASA have kind of like sold out the United States and let alone the whole planet for to basically power yeah so the whole goal like of this conspiracy theory is that these breakaway governments quote unquote are basically trying to sell away the entire planet to for interdimensional aliens for their own power now that is so fucking crazy, obviously, but I love to think about this crazy shit, motherfuckers. I've honestly, like, when I'm sitting at my house and I'm, like, conceiving these things through my mind and just thinking about them, like, you have no idea. You look into the sky and that's as far as your eyes can see so, and that's all you know and that's probably all you think about. Yeah. But think about the stuff beyond that. And I'm not exactly saying these aliens are coming from space. I'm going to say that, like, these motherfuckers are interdimensional. Yeah. They're literally underneath us, and they're in the fucking... They're just in everything. But so it's truly very intriguing to think about. The 60s is the pinnacle of all... Carl Small. My the man. The 60s are the pinnacle of all of the stuff with the U.S. and the breakaway and stuff. So in the 60s, like I said, they use this technology. And the reason that we look back and now, it's easy to see why they could have been communicating with Benjamin. Think about it. 
1960, we weren't even able to send shit up to space. You know what I'm saying? And then in a span of 10 years, we are able to put a man on the moon, supposedly. Now, we do have, we had the technology rapidly advanced. Now, how did we get the technology? That's the whole thing. This is what the whole conspiracy pretty much hinges on, is that and the fact that we advanced so much in technology that it's like, where did we get this technology mm -hmm. from in the 60s? So they were brokering these deals, and eventually they were able to send shit to space. And then, uh, along with that, other entities were possibly getting communication with DMTs in the 60s and 50s. A rumor also with the DMT thing is that with these interdimensional gateways, it opens up two different sides, the good and, and the, the bad. bad. And it's rumor that like when you open up these gateways, it's 100% more than likely. It's like a 99% chance, we talking, that it's going to be a bad entity or a bad power that's trying to get in touch with you. And so it's just in theory that the interdimensional beings that you are opening up to are therefore like they have a master plan. Yeah, they're, they're basically kind of maniacal and evil, and they're like basically controlling you. You're a pawn in the game, basically. Well, that's the shitty thing is about conspiracy theory that NASA. It's not just an like one person's a pawn. It's a fucking breakaway government organization that is a big time one of the top organizations in the like. Administrations in the world, government organizations in it the world. So that is a pawn. It has so much mystery behind it too. That like, has a pawn. What is the CIA? What is NASA? NASA? I don't really know. Yeah, like they can say that they're all about putting people on the moon, but what have they been doing for the last? We haven't put a man on the moon in forever. Like twenty years. What has it been? Like twenty years now since a man. Space exploration in general. The theory is that the government realized that space exploration isn't the way to go. That interdimensional exploration, exploration is, is the, the way, way to go. go. Because, because of experimentation with these drugs and all that, let's talk about the heart stopping. We, yes. got, so, like, we got 13 minutes. So here is where it all really began in the United States terms of things, in the 1950s and 60s as well, not NASA, but an independent college was doing the same exact thing. Well, we, okay, so we all know that... DMT is produced naturally in the body yes. from deep REM sleep. The Nazis, I'm pretty sure, Used were drug. known to have tried this as tactics in their crazy drug experimentation. It just wasn't they as were, reliable. They, well. Yeah, they, this is what they did, is that they were uh, turning off like black ops soldiers' hearts, and they would basically for a couple minutes. They would basically have them be out and dead for like five, thir three minutes or something yeah. like that, and then they'd basically resuscitate them really quick. And in theory, when you are dead, your body like, that's, the, that's the deepest REM sleep you can be in. And your like, body what, you're also after you're dead. Yeah, DMT, and when you die, uh, yeah, as Meatball said, your body secretes that drug after you die. And also, like when you die, sometimes like it's not like you're dead right away. You know, your like heart can still be pumping, but you can like you know just have that like rule mm -hmm. when you're dead, dead. You know, there's just very there's various different phases of death, is what I'm saying. So that's basically. where. They began so, the experiment yeah. with DMT. And the then theory they is that the U.S. absorbed these tactics of, of uh, Nazis turning off their officials' hearts and experimenting with DMT, and that a university in Washington... The University under, of Washington. The, the University of Washington yeah. was in cahoots with Bill Gates at this time, and they were doing some study. And what they were doing was something similar to what the Nazis were doing, but in a more advanced way, that they were turning off people's hearts but then pumping them with oxygen so they would still stay alive. 
and they would have them out for like five minutes, and then they would come back and be like, <gasps> I was in a conversation with the interdimensional beings, and they want you to make the iPhone. But just like shit like that. Like, yeah. like not, so, maybe not the iPhone in particular, but I'm just saying like technological another advances stemmed that, from that in theory. Another universe that used the same exact like technique-wise of the start of the heart was, uh, I'm pretty sure, Harvard. Because, uh, you know, we all know virtual reality, like their headsets and shit. VR. VR. VR has been around for a long time. 1957, 1957, they created a VR, but they didn't release it to the public. They're pretty, like, they're pretty big, clunky. It was like, chink. It's like, chink, chink. But the idea that that's where another conspiracy comes in with that is that they were using the DMT and stuff, the heart and stoppage. When the government gets that, just the advanced technology as well. So and when the, government the government gets access to tech, when the government gets access to technology, they would sit on that technology and will sit on it for fucking years on years on years. I wouldn't doubt, because why wouldn't you want to have more advanced technology in the public? Just and it's in case all about some crazy shit happens. Control. It's all yeah. about controlling how much so technology we can have. Once they get better shit than that, then we get the VR gogs. So we get the VR gogs now, and they have the interdimensional gogs where they can go into the world. And I'm just kidding, but like I'm just saying. When we have something, they have something better. So, with that point, it's not just the United States that, like, it's not just our government doing it. It's, it's independent, uni independent from the government things that are using it. Rich people, and like I said, it all goes back to why are they doing this? They're doing it for two things: technology and power. They want these aliens are techno. They're obviously giving it's us technology. It's all for power. They're giving us technology. So advance us, and that technology leads to power. That's what I'm trying to say. They're giving us technologies, one, to help our everyday sim, and they're giving them power. And they're promising these fucking old guys, these people that are ahead of NASA and shit, turn life all sorts of bullshit. They're basically offering them that, and they're selling us out, like Sawyer was saying, for these aliens in order to gain their own personal In theory. Power. <laughs> In, theory. In theory. So... Then it's a crazy international global conspiracy, motherfuckers. Yeah. So after the government Get does in touch. all these things and everything, uh, eventually, or after the government does all this, gets to the space and everything, we uh, slowly die off our communications. But uh, we're still—it's believed we're still communicating with them. Obviously, today to get more new technology and shit, but just not as uh, rapidly as we were before, because there's no necessarily 100% reason to have all this now. So we don't have an enemy to like beat or anything. There's no one that it's like. The U.S. is a world power now. There's no need to fucking be in a space race and beat them. But independent universities and shit were still using this tactic after the government used it, DMT and shit. They were using it. Like, obviously, you mentioned Bill Gates and shit at University of Washington. In rumor, yeah. He was yes, in they were with these motherfuckers. In, in theory, in theory. This is all in theory. <laughs> this is all a conspiracy theory. So, obviously, it's a theory. I just we, It's just and amazing then, to consider these things. And you have 19, to consider Like them. I said, in the 1990s, that study about DMT was done in Australia. And it's like, wow, well, what the fuck if they're getting these interdimensional shit? And that's when really people in their minds now, in the 1990s, were like, well, now here comes fucking interdimensional. Like, people that are already taking hallucinogens were like already knew about the elves and shit. You know, obviously, they... Really Not the like, elves. Don't use that word. Well, the aliens. <laughs> the, the interdimensional the interdimension, being. That's what being, I was using. The interdimensional being, whatever it is, they were doing that. But now, once it came mainstream and they published it and everything, people, this is where the nut, like the people come in and were, they were like, well, let's create a motherfucking conspiracy theory about this. And, and it all kind of makes sense now, as you think about it. It all, way back in the day, like it starts from when they use it for rituals, they saw elves. When they use it for Nazis, they saw they're interdimensional beings. When they, the government used it, they saw interdimensional. When 
The University of Washington used it. They did interdimensional beings. So it all kind of like leads to this one thing where it's like, this drug has is a harmonic drug that no one, like no one can explain why you see the same shit. They drew that line. That's one of the main premises. And the other thing is, how did we advance so rapidly in technology and get technology that was so far ahead of the time? Like the VR, like I just said, was patented in 1957, a version of it. But, as we all know, VRs didn't come out to like 10 years ago, like 10, 15 years ago, whatever, like the good ones. Less than that, honestly. Yeah. So, that is all the basis of the conspiracy theory. And, the, and if the you look at it, it kind of makes a little bit of sense in the fact that it's like... In my opinion, the most spiritual and important thing about this whole conspiracy theory that makes me believe in it, on, not believe in it, but it makes me want to believe it. Or it like gives plausible. Me little, ooh, ooh. Yeah, there's a good word. It makes it plausible in my mind. I don't like 100% believe this. I'm not like, like, oh my god, the government's all evil and they're working against us. But like... Well, the breakaway yeah, government the, is... Yeah, no, that's the wrong word to use, but you know what I mean. But, like, the whole spiritual side of this that makes me interested is that all energy is not created nor destroyed. It's all just released. And where does that energy go? We don't the fucking know. Dimension. And what the fucking huge world and fucking galaxy we live in, just the all in general. I don't know what word you would use to describe absolutely everything. But the, the everything, the ev there it is, the universe that we live in. Is so undescribable to us because we are so limited in what we actually have access to because our brain can't process all this crazy shit. So what is really out there, I don't really know. And that's the Meatball Podcast. Yeah, we don't. That's just all the whole point. We don't know what's out there, but with conspiracies like this, they kind of like, it, and some of you guys will probably think this is bad shit crazy, but others will think it's true or plausible. I think this is the first conspiracy theory that we've actually really gotten you to say is plausible. No, that's that, not true. Well, the first... That's not true! You said the moon landing, but... I said I could believe it. I that, could believe it. That I see. I don't plausible. believe... I don't no, believe I said, any conspiracies. I said I think they're plausible. plausible, and I do run them through my brain, and there are phases where I do believe them, and there's phases where I don't. Because when I finish watching a video of a conspiracy, I'm like, that's real, motherfucker. And then I sit on it a day, I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but like, it just happens all the time. But this one in particular, it's been running through my brain for like 10 days, 11 days, and my thoughts really haven't so, changed. The real question is on this is, where does this stop? Or where does this end? Where is the, the ultimate end goal for these aliens, supposedly, is to, or for the government and these aliens, is to sell us out and basically, in the end, and this the is where it gets really the, is. These They're going to put us in a goddamn matrix. That's what... The, these governments are... These breakaway governments are, in theory, trying to basically put us a piece matrix. of the pie of what these being, these interdimensional beings have. They want the infinite knowledge. And they want the infinite power. In return, the aliens are uh, basically going to probably trying to take over society to control us. And, 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 uh, and in the ultimate end, people believe is... Us being in the goddamn matrix, which well, that's just like the way you, technology you, you is using that, going. You, using that word is obviously like, like with the description, like people are gonna be like, what it, the matrix. The but like, what you mean is the alternate reality. reality. And it's just gonna be something not, unknown to us. It's not our physical, yeah. something completely new, or like where our physical body isn't there, but and our mind is there. So when that happens, what's gonna happen is we're gonna be all put in these pods, 
Well, I'm not saying, but you we could say that's I know, what's going to happen. Meatball. I will say this. Let's just stop you right there. We can't be like, this is what's going to happen. We're going to be this in is the what pods when the happen. aliens This take is over. what no. a theory is coming out. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, let me say this. You love, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm bailing off the theory. I'm just kidding. No. But that pod but shit. Here's what. Tell me the pod stuff. Okay, so what I was trying to say is this is not what's going to happen. This is what could happen is what I was trying to say. Is that this is matrix bullshit? And this is what I was going. Is that they're gonna put us in these fucking matrix? And what's gonna happen is no one's gonna be out there to take care of us. Everyone's gonna be plugged in this goddamn matrix, and our physical bodies are gonna die. And then that's when they all this is at the point in. where it's literally just crazy shit now. Like that just has no. We had like other stuff underneath the basis of all the other theories, but you're like one the aliens take over. We're in pods. We are helpless. That, we're fucked. No, like, I didn't say that's what's That's what happen. you said. I said that's what could happen. Now, another theory is... I don't like that. That this is all bullshit and it's not real. Another thing is that we just keep advancing in technology and then we'll die and no one... It, it's someone else's problem to worry about what happens and the repercussions because we'll be dead. As long as you are a moral person and you are smart and you don't get abducted by the interdimensional aliens or breakaway governments, you'll be good. Now I'll be good. I'm as never soon getting as taken. We, as soon as we release this fucking podcast, I already know what's going to happen. People are going to call me loony. But oh, please. Don't fucking even... Don't even start. The Meat Bob podcast is fucking closed. Let's do this. We're out, motherfuckers. <laughs> that was perfect. God, that was perfect.